Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday. It for is. Those of happy you, Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday for those of you who haven't checked your calendar yet. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Gavin and I were just, uh, that's about a minute ago, we're just going through, okay, what do we got to talk about today? I'm just kind of ripping off a couple different notes on our notepad here. Um, just kind of getting prepared. Hope everyone's doing awesome. Um, yeah. January tends to be a pretty depressing month. Um, not much going on in January. You have all this excitement and build up to, to the end of December and then January. It's like the hangover. It is. It's a hangover month. It's my birthday month, so it's all, I've always had something to look forward to. It is. We have so many birthdays in our lives. It's ridiculous in January. Yeah, it's my, my whole family was, was born in January. Your whole family, family. I have two really good friends whose birthdays are in January. It's, yeah. So for me, it's okay. <laughs> um, but for you, I get it. So uh, you know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you basically just told everybody they're depressed. Maybe some people are having a really great start to their month. I'm trying to be relatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I had a really hard start to the month. So um, I'm with anybody who is feeling the January hangover. Um, but I know that there's so many people who appear to be having a great start to their month. So, I mean, social media only gives you highlights. Keep that in mind. Sure. Um, but I, I really hope that there's some people out there crushing it and just starting their year off with a bang. What I would like to know is how you're crushing it. So yeah. please call in. Please yeah. call in and let us know what you're working on. I know there's people working on things. I know you are. I know I'm going to call out uh I'm going to call out Courtney. I see that she's on this morning. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning. Um she's in one of my women's real estate investing mastermind groups and we had our first call of the year on uh we rescheduled it to Sunday morning cuz our call was over the holidays. And um like her first goal that she had for the year, she's like on it. She's like yeah. she's getting it done right now, working on it. Just going for it. So kudos to you. Good job. Well, I want to hear about it. <laughs> the suspense hey, is killing I, me. I, no, our mastermind group is personal. If she wants to talk about it, she can talk about it. But I just wanted to say that <laughs> some people are out there doing what they're setting out to do. <laughs> Cut it, Wayne. <laughs> okay, for serious, cut it. <laughs> all right upcoming events we got some upcoming events coming up this month uh gabby your real estate investing women's uh real estate investing mastermind is starting on next week as well next week nice. yeah that's I'm getting, awesome getting all the i started getting all the documents together uh yesterday to send out to the ladies so if uh, you're a part of my upcoming mastermind group you'll be receiving documents from me probably uh, a bit later this week Nice. Yeah. Super exciting. Uh, you know what I get quite often is I get people um, being like, oh, yeah, I, I wanted to go to your master class or mastermind or master 
whatever it's called. Um, a lot of people, all these new words are kind of coming out and, and, and people really don't understand what they are. So do you want to explain really quickly what a true mastermind is? Cause you, you went and got education on it. Yeah. So a mastermind group is, um, a group of people who, um, like, I'm talking a specific group, not like different people each time. Like you get your group together and those people are members of your group and you meet together over a common interest. So in this case for us, it's women who are investing in real estate. That is our common interest and in who we are. And um, we we meet and we, um, you know, talk about uh, growing within real estate, investing, setting goals um, and making shit happen. And just it kind of it gives everybody a chance to um, to really be surrounded by like minded people and kind of like I, I the only way for me to describe it is to say we mastermind around <laughs> Yeah. our problems and so it's just like it's helping each other move forward and you know we're all working on similar things and um it just gets yeah it gets like-minded people around the table to help each other move forward within whatever that common interest is very interesting yeah cool. so it's not about education it's not about i mean of course there's education intertwined into it there always is because you're you're learning and growing um, but it's, yeah, it's not like sitting down in a seminar and like learning. No, it's, it's people getting around a table and talking and, and helping move each other forward. I looked at the Google definition while you're talking and you pretty, pretty much nailed it. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Um, yeah, that's what a mastermind is. Um, in case you guys are wondering, in case you're interested, um, you know, Gabby holds women's real estate investing masterminds. They're, they're perfect for, uh, women that are looking for a group for accountability and for, um, a tribe a girl gang a girl gang exactly uh other events uh january 16th we're doing our uh, our meetup in edmonton the at our townhouse flip it's gonna be an open house and a good little networking event where you can go and check out a flip in uh in edmonton that we just finished up um cleaners were in yesterday yeah. and uh, photographers are in today so today. we're getting pictures yeah. done and then the listing's going up right away so That'd pretty exciting pretty cool yeah uh, we're on to our next flip now just looking for the next one um it's there's not a whole lot of listings right now yeah um i've been putting out offers but uh there's not much going on in the market at december january so if you guys know of anything <laughs> send them my way looking for another flip in edmonton um so that's coming up january 16th yes someday. um sold out sold out yeah, yep. but we're going to be giving away a couple tickets here. Like, um, it, it's a free event. Like, we're not charging for it. But at the same time, we need to, to cap it so that we don't have 100 people showing up. Um, so we capped it. All the tickets are gone. But uh, we'll be giving away uh, tickets probably sometime next week. Um, so stay tuned for that if you guys, if you snoozed on it. and uh, You snoozed and you lose. Um, then there is still an opportunity um, to get in on that. Um as well, uh, our good friends, Wilson and Jess uh, Pabin, uh, they were guests on the show here and, and regulars on the live show. Um, they were guests on the show here um, last year. Um, they're holding another uh, uh, webinar. webinar. <laughs> yeah. my, my, my brain just went uh, dead there for a second. Um, the, their webinar, Edmonton, the cash flow capital of Canada. So if you're interested in learning about Edmonton, 
and the 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 real estate market there whether you're in edmonton or whether you're you know in ontario or bc or saskatchewan and let's hear it from manitoba Ooh. i'm just gonna start ripping through all the provinces oh, okay. who am i forgetting um <laughs> whichever province or city that you're from if you're interested in learning about the, the the real estate investing market in edmonton um they're holding a webinar on thursday january 6th uh again nice. the edmonton uh the cash flow capital of canada um the link to register for that is in the show notes here whether you're watching live or whether you listen to the recorded version um as well we're going to be giving away some tickets uh for that today Awesome. Um, so uh, stay tuned for that. And then we got the cabinet retreat at the end of the month uh, and in February. Um, so uh, that that's that's uh, there as well, the real estate investing cabinet retreat. If you guys are interested in that, that's that's my favorite of all of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay, that's what's coming up for opening events. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, talk, should we talk about Top Fan as well? Because I just want to give everybody a fair chance. Um, we talked about this yesterday. Sure. Uh, Robbie DeVries, uh, won, um, December's top fan of the, uh, of the morning show, uh, in order to, to, to win, in order to get involved, you need to listen in live. Um, yes. so you need to download the Podbean app. You need to listen to it live every morning at 6am and you need to engage. So you need to, uh, like the show, share the show, um, call in on the show. Um, and what that does is builds up your, uh, your accumulation of, well, their, their currency (laughs) in this, in this platform's hearts. Uh, so the end of the month, whoever has the most hearts, whoever's the top fan, um, wins prize and last month, what's that? Pretty big prize. Pretty huge prize. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so Robbie, he won, uh, one free month of mentorship with me. So it's a $675 value. It's, uh, unlimited text access, unlimited access to documents, um, two video calls. It's uh, it's a pretty big deal. Um, so if you're interested in winning that or or you know getting involved, and um, you gotta you gotta listen to life. So yeah, um, I'm watching. I can see while we're while we're chatting. I can see the accumulation. So I, I already know who's top fan of the month already on the on the third or fourth what day we, uh, and I can see who's the top fan of the day. So it's uh, get in there and get involved and uh, and do call in with your questions, please. I mean. Um, that's, that's the best way to build up your, you know, um, your top fan status is to call in, mm-hmm. even just to, like call in and, and annoy the piss out of us and just say, Hey, I just want to say good morning. <laughs> you can totally do that. I, I mean, it's, it's totally fine. And as well, I mean, this is a great resource for answering we your might questions. Call, we might call you out and, uh, ask you to share something with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to know what you guys are working on, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a new year. I want to hear what you guys are building. I want to hear what you guys are working on this year. Um, I'm going to challenge Robbie to do it, um, because now that, uh, now that I'm mentoring him for a month, uh, I'm going to challenge him to start calling in more. He does actually, Robbie does call in a lot. He does. Yeah. So, that's uh, why he won top fan. You betcha. <laughs> uh, Robbie had a comment here a little while ago on the app. Uh, Wayne knows this, but we made an offer yesterday, secondary position. So wait to see how it works out. See, why didn't you call and tell me? Amazing. Um, <laughs> Yes, Robbie. Uh, we, we chatted about this yesterday. He uh, he put an he really wanted a house, um, but he already had an offer on it. So I said, put a backup offer on it. Hell yeah! yeah. Um, so he put a backup offer on it. So just waiting to see. Um, for those of you who don't really understand that, because um, I, I didn't know this, you know, um, right away when I started investing, or when I started putting offers on houses, you can put backup offers on houses. So if you find a house and you find out it's pending. 
Um, so when they say it's pending, it means that somebody else has put an offer in and the seller has accepted it, but it's pending conditions. So it's pending financing conditions and, and home inspection conditions. Normally they get two weeks to fulfill those, uh, their due diligence uh, and, and you know to remove those conditions. If they don't remove conditions, the buyer, then it goes back on the market again and it's available. But while it's pending, uh, they cannot accept any other offers. But you can still put a backup offer in so that when and if, if and when, the the buyer doesn't remove their conditions, then it comes back on the market. They got your offer sitting right there. Or maybe the offer that's in, they say, oh, the financing is tied up. Uh, can you give us a week extension or something like that? Yes. If they know that they have a juicy backup offer, they might just be like, eh, no, actually, sorry. I'm not going to accept your extension because I have another better offer over here. Yeah. So it's it's always good to have that there. I was uh, I was guilty of not doing this last month. Well, I guess it was November. Um, there was a townhouse that I uh, that I picked up here la- last month, and I had been after this one for well since November. As soon as I saw it come on the market, I knew that townhouse complex. I already own one in there. I love that complex. I'm like, I need this place. I need it bad. And I put my offer in. They didn't accept it. I put another offer in. They didn't accept it. It was a little low. And then um, I'm like, okay, you know what? They're not priced right. I'll just wait another week, two weeks, and then I'll put another offer in and just keep pastoring them. And then I found out it was pending. And I'm like, well, oh, well. And I, I don't know why I didn't put a backup offer in, but I guess just considering all the things I just told you, I put a bunch of lowball offers in. Like, am I going to throw another lowball backup offer in there? They're going to be already like, annoyed. <laughs> like the realtor was already annoyed with us. Um, so, you know, I didn't. And then two weeks later, I saw, I think, I can't remember how I, how I brought it up. Um, no, you know what? When I followed up and found out it was pending, I found out that it was pending, but it, this was the second offer. So they had already had a pending offer. So I, 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 it was like two weeks I let it go. And then I followed up on it again. And I found out that they had a pending offer. It fell through. And then they had a backup offer that was pending currently. And I'm like, Jesus, that sucks. Why didn't I put a backup offer in? And then for some reason I didn't again. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to do it. And then uh, that pending offer fell through as well. And then I found out that it was available and I put another offer in and, uh, and we got it. So a lesson like, you know, I didn't know that it went back on the market Yeah, and somebody else had a backup offer that they accepted immediately. So they probably didn't reactivate the MLS listing why I didn't see it. So it's, it's never hurts to put a backup offer in, you know, have your realtor write it up. It's doesn't take much time for you. It's just an e-signature just to have it there and it's conditional so you know if if you look at it and you change your mind it's not a big deal like it's it's not like you're putting any money down it's it's just a piece of paper and, and you know say hey if this does fall through here's my offer so anyways long story short that's what Robbie did so he's pretty excited about that I saw the listing it's pretty cool um and that says that she has uh ended up with two properties that she's put backup offers on so that's cool nice yeah. nice um Courtney is looking forward to hearing Josh's question. Uh, yeah. And then Annette said, uh, I've ended up with two properties that I put back up offers on. Yeah. It's, it's uh, a lot of people don't know that. So, yeah. um, 
just scrolling through all the comments here on the live platform. Uh, yeah. Uh, for us, maybe we'll just kind of finish up what we got working on. So um, I, I talked about this a minute ago. We have our uh, pictures being done at our flip today. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to swing by there because I got to go drive into the city. Um, so I'll go check in on that. Um, I might even, we got a couple staging items. I might go bring those down there and oh, never mind. You're just looking at me like, don't you dare try and stage the place. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Also, I I was actually just thinking about it this morning because I was like, damn, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not able to go into the city today, so I can't do it myself. But, um, Like most of our soft staging is for the bathroom and the kitchen. Yeah. And like looking at that kitchen, I don't think it needs staging. No, I don't like think I don't so think that I think that anything that we put in there is gonna take away from just like how like this simple beauty that it already is. So what about the bathroom? Should I bring I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll let you know. Well it's towels, all in the car. Towels, right? Yeah, it's all in the car. So. Oh, you don't want me hanging towels. Yeah. I've seen you fold towels. <laughs> anyways we'll see how it all works out yeah. um but uh yeah the pictures being done today and then the listings going up i was talking with our realtor um last night about what the price is going to be and then just a, a few different items that we want to see you know uh words that we want to see in the description mm-hmm. um so we're excited about that get that up on the market for a nice cool january listing <laughs> a little bit of sarcasm there it's, it's not ideal but but if there's not much on the market, hopefully there's just the right person looking. Yeah, I was. Uh, I also did. I hopped on Realtor.ca um, and just to have a peek at what options are available right now as well. Mm-hmm. How long they've been on the market? Um, so I, we're going to be on the higher end. We're going to be one of the probably the most expensive listings, but it's also one of the nicest listings. So. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it all plays out. Sometimes. It's just like tenants. It's just like rent own buyers. The right person needs to come along. You know what I mean? You'll it'll be nothing for weeks, and then the right person comes along and they'll make you a full price offer. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so you just have to be optimistic. Definitely. Um, Gab, you did uh, the move out inspection yesterday. Yeah. So this is the um, the problem tenant that we were having. Um, what happened initially that, because we've been talking about she her was dirty. for a long time. She was very dirty. Oh yeah. So quarterly inspections um, just kept coming up that she wasn't taking care of the place. And we had a dog poop issue, not cleaning up dog poop in the shared yard and uh, lots of stuff just building up. And so we were like almost looking for an out. Like mm-hmm. at what point do we pull the plug and just get her out and save our poor property? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then she uh, served us, not served us, but sent us a um, order for her to be able to vacate um, for every time we talk about this, I'm like, what is it? What do we call Safer it? Safer <laughs> places or something safe. Oh, yeah. God, we always forget what it's yeah. called. Anyways. Safe- um, to escape, uh, domestic abuse. Safer spaces. Thank you, Ryan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, she ended up vacating at the end of, uh, December Mm -hmm. and, um, we were, we were quarantined when we got back from Mexico. So I had to reschedule our, um, move out inspection to yesterday. And I did we, not know what I was walking into. I had thought no clue. for sure just to, just because she was such a dirty, she was so dirty. dirty. Her kids were crazy. Like there's just stuff everywhere. We thought there was going to be damage and that it would maybe be stuff left there that it wouldn't have been cleaned yeah. that like, just like all the stuff, like I had no clue. I was just like, okay, well, 
whatever I walk into, I walk into and we'll deal with because that's all you can do, right? Yeah. And um, it was clean. <laughs> Wait, clean, clean. It was clean. It was empty. It yeah. was, um, I mean, like a few stuff that I might say is a little little bit more than wear and tear considering she hadn't even been there a full year but like it it was in good condition yeah <laughs> uh kitchen was spotless appliances were spotless cleaned behind and under all the appliances the washer the dryer the like the everything everything the window tracks i was like wow Did the window tracks too yeah Wow. Um, yeah, I was just like, I, I stopped halfway through and asked her, I was like, did you, did, so did you end up cleaning or did you hire a cleaner? Because like before we oh, always send geez. out a um, a cleaning checklist, we have a move out cleaning checklist that like literally mentions every item in the house. Like, don't forget to dust the baseboards and around the door frames and yeah. the window tracks and like polish the the taps and the mm -hmm. yeah faucets like everything it talks about everything and so we send that out and and remind them that you know like um should you forego hiring a professional cleaner this is the checklist um to ensure you make sure that you get everything um so that we don't need to keep any of your deposit or whatever so we always send that out and send the email and um try to encourage them to get professional cleaning although we don't um it's not mandatory. And so I asked her, I was like, I was like, she must have hired a cleaner because this place is so clean. <laughs> and uh, so I asked her and I said, did you, so did you end up cleaning yourself or did you um, hire somebody? And she's like, she looks me dead in the eye and she's like, I am a cleaner. <laughs> and she's like, and I took deep offense when you failed me on two inspections. And I was like, Oh, you did not live like you're a cleaner. <laughs> not things you say out loud, but like. Yeah. Yeah. I was blown away when you told me that. <laughs> That's. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I was like, well, you did a really great job cleaning. Thank she you. She was fucking dirty. <laughs> yeah. I went in there at the first, because I did the inspection. Yeah, the you first did the time. first inspection. And I'm like, I'm never fucking doing inspections ever again. This is why <laughs> I don't do inspections. I can't stand this. I'm, I was livid. Yeah. livid yeah and then to find out that i am a cleaner and i'm offended are yeah. you kidding me and that was the second messiest house we've ever had yeah second messiest well and the funny thing is is that she was going around the house like she was just kind of letting me do my thing I, I always go through the house and like i don't point stuff out i just write down go do my thing and then i go through it with them after yeah. and um she was kind of like moseying around the house while i was doing that and she's like oh I missed this window. Uh, there's this one dirty window over here. I totally missed it. I don't know how I missed it. So she's literally pointing out stuff that she missed. And she's like, oh, man, I missed the bathroom uh, vent. It's uh, it's filthy up there. She's like, how did I miss that? And she's like being hard on herself about yeah. it. But she's literally pointing out to me the couple things that she missed. And so, um, yeah, I'll probably hire a cleaner in for like an hour or something. But like literally that's all that it's going to take. So it might yeah. be like a $50 charge or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, incredible. And there are a few repairs that are needed, um, which we established in previous inspections. Yeah, that was so, kid and dog related. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so our handyman already knows I'm going to meet him there, I think on Wednesday to kind of go through the, the things that I want done. And yeah, pretty simple. I already have it listed back for rent and have, you already have pictures on file. 
Yeah, I have pictures on file, actually. And speaking of that, um, not good pictures. Um, it was on an old phone and like whatever, I was going through them and it was really hard. Um, it's really? like, yeah, cut, not the best lighting and stuff. So I'm going to go back, um, definitely get better pictures, do a better walkthrough video and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So it's a really, vacancies are a really good time to, um, to look at that. Like, are your pictures good? Do you, have you done a refresh since you took your last pictures? Like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, Take new ones and need be. So Some time people, to do that. when they first get their property, they actually pay for professional photos just yeah. one time. You know yeah. what I mean? Get the professional photos, get the right lighting, get the right angles, and yeah. then it's done. You never have to do them again. Yeah. Um, I I thought your pictures were great, but all right, oh, you want to thank you. you no, I'm I'm I was not happy with them, <laughs> but thank you. Um, and yes, you're advertising for the vacancy, and yep. from what I saw, you had a bunch of interest yesterday. Yep. And I uh, woke up to a bunch of responses from overnight as well. So, yeah. We did a master class on how to find tenants fast. Um, Literally, that was what it was called. <laughs> uh, how to find tenants fast. Yeah. Um, again, the difference between mastermind and masterclass. Masterclass is just like a, a class on, you know. Focused on a topic um, that we yeah. teach. Yeah. Yeah. So we did one of those, I think it was earlier uh, last year. Um, and yeah, it covered how to find tenants fast and, and Gab's. Gab's great at it. So if you guys are ever interested in that and you have any questions about finding tenants, how to get them quickly and But you guys, it is January, so don't don't hold me to finding somebody super fast. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Yeah. And, I might have trouble with this one. <laughs> um yeah, typically I'll 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 fill you in a little more information as to what Gabby's meaning there. Typically, not a lot of tenants are moving in January, December, yeah. February. Um typically most landlords, um, sophisticated sure, ones yeah. at least, they they have their leases end in the summer um, for two reasons. One, so that people aren't moving in the winter. Um, you know, they don't want tra people tracking in snow and not taking off their boots when they're bringing in couches and that kind of stuff. And two, because everyone else is moving in this in the in the summer. Um, so their pool of prospective tenants decreases <clears throat> dramatically, which is yeah. what we'll be facing. There's not going to be a whole lot of quality tenants looking for places right now. Yeah. I mean, you had one yesterday. You were saying to me, this one looks good, but they want March. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I don't want to carry another month of vacancy. Yeah, because it's, it's vacant now. It's it's We're already automatically facing a January vacancy. We yeah. weren't going to advertise it knowing the state of the prop that the property was in yeah. while she was still in there. So Yeah. That's so that would be a January and a February vacancy. So we're definitely going to try fill it for mid-January or beginning of February. But yeah, realistically, yeah, it's hard. Uh, the other thing we had going on, and, and Josh, we will get to your question. I just, I just have a feeling it's going to be a very long discussion. So I just want to make sure we, uh, we give ourselves enough time for it. Um, the unpaid rent saga. Um, that woman that's that uh, didn't pay rent for January first. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> January 1, we sent her a reminder, no rent. January 2, we sent her uh, a reminder, a reminder a in the morning and a deadline for 4 p.m. Otherwise, we're going to remove the on-time rental discount, no rent. Uh, later that night, January 2, we sent her a notification that your on-time rental discount has been removed. Here is what your rent is going forward. No answer. And then did we send another one? No. No. Okay. So then yesterday was January 3 nothing. So, um, Gab had a busy day yesterday, um, with the move out inspection and other items. And uh, I was at home, uh, uh, on dad duty and working. 
so no time to deal with it yesterday, but today I, that's, that's why I'm heading into the city today. I got to go down there and knock on the door and see if she's, um, uh, even dead, there dead has been deported. Uh, there, <laughs> even there, or, um, and if not, and she is, um, and she, you know, I'll just kind of check in and be like, Hey, we haven't heard from you. The rent's not here. If she just, you know, says, Oh yeah, yeah, I'll get that to you. Then, then I'll just hand her the eviction notice. Um, the eviction notice is going to be a 14 day eviction notice. Uh, ideally with the outcome that we want, Hey, if you're a listening tenant, um, the outcome <laughs> that we want is just to pay the goddamn rent. Yeah. Um, we do not want, we don't want to evict. We don't want to evict. Um, we have a, a suspicion that she's gone. Um, but she doesn't strike me as that type of person. I don't know. Yeah. We do pretty decent screening and, and I'm a pretty good judge of character. Doesn't st- strike me as the type of person that's, just would leave on January one. Yeah, but it's possible. But we need to go down there and check, regardless. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go in there and check on that, and then uh, as well, I'll go check in on that flip and the pictures. Yeah, go for say sure. hi to the photographer, and that's what we got going on today. I feel like there's something else that's in there today. I feel like I have a coaching call as well, and a couple other things I'm doing on the road. But uh, pretty exciting day. Um, okay, let's get to Josh's question. All right. Um, what was it? <laughs> I'm just pulling it up. Um, Okay, so yesterday Josh said, I want to get a house under contract this month for a flip. Last month I was focusing on finding a property. I believe I have some financial partners in place and I was steered in a lot of random directions last month about what to do first and where to start. What should I be looking for first, money or the property to present to the money? I have so many questions and need to take action. And I see that Josh is with us this morning. So. Yes, Josh, you have so many questions. Ask where, where do I start? Okay, so, <laughs> well, we can start by answering this one, and then you can list all of your other questions. Here's the thing, Josh, you know me well enough now. Um, when you say I have so many questions, why don't we just answer them right now in the next 30 minutes? Yeah. I don't want to waste 30 days. You should not want to be wasting 30 days. getting Because like... Literally, I have, I have the answer to all these questions. And if I don't, then the other people that are listening live have the answer. Or at the very least, if I don't have the answers, which is completely rare, and everyone listening live does not have the answers, then someone listening to the recorded version has the answer. And they're going to send me a message and or they're going to send you a direct message. Yeah. And they're going to they're going to answer for you. So within 24 hours, you're going to have all the answers that you need. Personally, I'd like to get these done in the next 30 minutes. So that way at 7 a.m. today, you know exactly what you're doing, where you're going, who you're talking to, what you're doing, and, and you're ready to go. So answer to the question, uh, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what, what... That's what w- Wayne asked me this morning. He's like, have you uh, thought about the question or, um, you know, like, do you have any answers or whatever? And I was like, yeah, it depends. <laughs> I, like literally as i'm as i'm talking annette i see in the comments here she's like i'm so pumped for this <laughs> that's it guys <laughs> sorry buddy um i do have an answer but i see josh is here calling in so he's oh, probably just just keep the <clears throat> and then to- the letdown annette says <laughs> josh is just calling to be like what the fuck yeah I <laughs> you guys fucking suck you made me wait till <laughs> a whole day and then a half an hour <laughs> hey josh hey how's it going guys Good. good how are you very good can you hear me okay yeah, yes you, you betcha can. yeah 
Okay. Huh. So, okay. Where are you starting? Let, let, <laughs> let, let me add on to that. <clears throat> okay. Um, if you do property first, either yeah. way works. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, what do you need? You need both of them. You need a deal and you need money. Um, so which one, chicken or the egg? It's, if you, if you do deal first, if you find a smoking deal, then, you know, we were talking about conditions earlier. Um, you only have it under contract with, con like you can, you can get an accepted offer with conditions of financing or partner approval or home inspection. You get it for about two weeks. So that means mm -hmm. that you need to find a partner in two weeks. So if you're going property first and you're like, Hey, everybody got this amazing deal. You only got two, like you're going to get the deal on a Monday. On Tuesday, you're going to post it and start calling everybody. By Wednesday, you're going to get a response. You're already 12 days into the 14 days. So I'm just, it's it's very difficult to build trust that quickly. Do all of the due diligence, you know, on your partner. Do And then them to due diligence on you. It takes a very long time to build trust. So yeah. me personally, I would, I would be putting, I'd be working on the money at all times every single day. Um, and then still looking for deals at the same time. Um, but I think me personally, I say money first because you could find a deal. I mean, I could find you a deal in, in three hours. You know what I mean? There's always deals. I'm surprised that that's your answer because to Wayne, normally <clears throat> he's like, if I have a property fucking rights, I'll find money. I will. Like, but I think that also maybe comes with your confidence and track record as well, it right? Depends. <laughs> see, see, Josh, I have built a really amazing network. I am a podcast host. I have been posting social media content for five years. I a little different. I put in the work. I have been yeah. looking for joint venture established money for a long time. Yeah. And when I say looking for it, not asking people, you know, at, you know, my kids soccer game or, you know, as we're waiting for the kids to come up for school or at some networking event. No, I've been putting out, I've been building trust with people for years. Everybody mm -hmm. knows I'm a real estate investor where Josh, no offense, you haven't built that up yet. So it's a little different no. for me. If I put a deal out today, I'll find a joint venture <laughs> partner. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you put a deal on say Facebook or in a group today, or you called a cousin they're going to be like, wait a second, dude, since when have you been a real estate investor? You know what I mean? No, so hundred percent. And that, that was kind of one of the mentalities. I had made some comments before Christmas about how we potentially were putting in offers and just nothing, nothing ended up going through. And the crappy thing is I see that that house is still on the market. Um, but we were told that there were other offers in, they were higher than what we were thinking based on the renovations that we were looking at. And yeah, the, the guys just didn't want to move forward. They didn't even, we didn't even put an offer in, but one of the things you kind of just nailed it, that, um, asking and looking for, for money. Uh, one of the guys I've been chatting with and kind of potentially partnering with his mentality is that we got to do a couple before we can attempt to present ourselves because who who are we and who's going to want to work with us on our first one so it'd be nice to get one or two in the bag before you know approaching facebook and approaching the groups and being like hey we're we're new but you know we've done something rather than hey 
we're fucking brand new. So yeah. <laughs> sign us up. Right. And it's, it's all between the ears. The biggest battles are between the ears, mm-hmm. the mentality and, and getting going. So a lot of, a lot of people hear that. There's everybody hears that everyone. And they say, well, how do I do it? I, I really want to go and do this. I went and joined this group and they said, you know, proclaim yourself that you're a real estate investor and, 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 and believe you're a real estate investor and everyone will believe you're a real estate investor. But I, they keep saying, I need to do, how many deals have you done? How many deals have you done? Even if I've done 10 deals, they're like, Oh, only 10. It like, it, it never gets any easier, but you said, you said it, it's, it's in between your ears. And if you hear it 10 times, go talk to an 11th person, go talk to the 12th, go talk to a hundred. You know what I mean? You just literally just have to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Another great way as I explained, is to just share content on social media, share this podcast. I mean, like we today we were talking about money first or investor first. It was really great. And here's my takeaways from it. And just, you know what I mean? That's it. Take a picture of you out with your realtor looking at a property, out looking for my next deal. What you're doing is, is, is you're telling people that you're an investor. You're showing people that you're out doing things. And then they believe that you are an investor. You're building trust without actually talking to people. Yeah. Um, it's we this this wasn't around 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It, it was just coming into play. It was just coming into play 20 years ago, like when Facebook was just first coming around. And you know, before you had to go to networking events. You know what I mean? And like put a suit and tie on and, and a business card and say hello. I'm Josh and I'm a real estate investor. If you're looking for investing opportunities, you know what I mean? Like the game's so different. You have to, you, you can't be stubborn. You have to, you have to do what works for today. So, um, and it's always changing. It's ever changing. Um, TikTok. I got to find a way to, to put my content on TikTok. So you're going to see a whole lot more of dancing, dancing Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've been, I, I actually was just watching a video from Gary Vee the other day and he was explaining the fact that, um, you know, some people are so stubborn and TikTok's been around for what, two or three years now. Mm-hmm. And people are still stubborn and be like, I, 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 how, how in the fuck am I supposed to put my business on TikTok? And it's just, there's, there's a way for every business. There's like, it doesn't have to be dancing. If, if you're passionate about something, you'll find a way. Wayne's going down a, a social media rabbit hole. Well, but it's because I know I, that the underlying thing is people's insecurities of putting themselves out there yeah. on social media. Well, and what, yeah. And what I was going to say to that is that it's because for the past several years, we have been preaching about the power of social media and just documenting what you're doing. And we tell so many people, so many people come to us saying the exact same things that you're saying. And we, this is the same thing we say every time, start getting active on social media, just start. Do you know how many people have listened to us? Almost zero, mm-hmm. almost yeah. zero. But and where are they? What right I can, now in the they're <laughs> nowhere. They've gone nowhere. They've done nothing. They're still trying to figure out the same questions they had years ago. Yeah. And what I can tell you though is that a few people started listening to us last year, and a few people got active on social media. And those few people, mm-hmm. towards the end of the year, were like, "Holy shit!" I have people saying. Can, can you tell me more about what you're doing? I want to know more. 
Mm-hmm. That is the power of it. And that wasn't them doing anything crazy. That was them just starting to post a few things here and there Document. about, yeah, documenting about their properties and about what's going on. It is so fucking powerful. You reach so many people as opposed to, like Wayne said, calling up your cousin, calling up this person and and literally saying, hey, I, I want to do a flip. Will you give me money? Mm-hmm. Like it's just giving people this the taste that you are an investor, that you have stuff going on, builds a snippet of trust that like, oh, okay, they've now established that, oh, okay, that's what he does now or that's what mm-hmm. he's doing with his free time or like whatever it is. They've now established that in their own mind because you have told them. People don't know what you don't tell them. People mm-hmm. don't know what you're looking for if you don't tell them. And it's like, uh, there, we have these one people that, this one person, it's a couple, but um, they've been like desperately trying to find joint venture partners and for, for literally years now. And I kept saying, do people know that you're looking for joint pe- venture partners? Well, and like it finally clicked last year that like, well, I guess they don't because they had not been saying anything about it. They hadn't been asking about it. They hadn't been like literally. Mm-hmm. And once that clicked and switched, now they're starting to, you know, like get that traction. Yeah. So like people don't know what you don't tell them. And the easiest and quickest way to tell the most amount of people is just documenting what you're doing on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And and this isn't an overnight thing, Josh. It's you gotta you have to start right now and you have to continuously you have to stay consistent on it for years before you really build anything up. But you'll notice somewhere along the way, you'll start finding more and more opportunities coming up. Yeah. And people will stumble on you. Um, you know, you're, you're looking for an answer today, which, you know, that's not really the, it is and it isn't the answer for today, but it, by putting it off isn't, isn't helping uh, tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, just keep talking to literally everyone. You need to, you need to create a connection with literally everyone you know, as Gabby said. Um, if they don't know that you're investing, then they don't know it's an opportunity. Um, and if they say, you know, well, how much experience do you have? You can talk about the fact that, you know, you have experience in the trades. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing you had mentioned is that, you know, they want to see you doing deals first. If it comes down to that, there are options for that. You know, you can look into agreement for sales. Uh, agreement for sales are a way that you can buy properties for little to no money down. Um, you know, where the seller carries the financing, then you do a flip. It's a little, little harder to find those really great flip deals. Um, with those, um, getting the terms that you want. I have Addition. one on my block. <laughs> oh, do you? There's a house. It's an original owner. I've been having <laughs> conversations since last year, but that's uh, that's one of those unicorns. I feel it could be pretty pretty magical. Yeah. <laughs> there's also instead of agreement for sales, there's also delayed closes. So you can you can negotiate with the seller and say, um, can we do a delayed close? So say today is January. Uh, fourth, you can say, can we do a closing date of um, f- uh, February 30th or, or sorry, 28th? <laughs> There's no February 30th, uh, March 30th or whatever. Um, in the meantime, can I get access to the property and start doing renovations? And you can have that as a delayed close. So you have a period of time in order for you to be able to go in and do the renovations and then sell the property before they close. Um, and then you would just do a double close at the end. That's very common. It's not as complicated as, you know, an agreement for sale. It's easy to explain to a seller, but of course, in order for them to, to carry that risk, 
on their end, they're going to want something in return, which is normally a little bit more money, right? Um, but if you can figure out some terms and the price that work, I mean, you can negotiate with the seller. Lastly, if you don't have all the money to do renovation, then find a financing company um, who will finance, you know, 100% of the purchase um, or, you know, 99% of the purchase. And then maybe you just got to like Calvert, you just put $10,000 down. It's going to be more expensive money. You know, they're going to charge you 15% um, on that mortgage, but, you know, you can get into it for $10,000 and then just use credit cards and line of credit for mm -hmm. your renovation money. And maybe that might be a little more appealing to one of your investors who doesn't have all that much money. Um, you're trying to raise 150 K from them for, for down payment and renovation money. What if you said, well, you know, just bring 10 K and, you know, we'll use your credit cards to pay for the, um, the materials and I will do the labor for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a little more appealing to someone. Okay. So you're going to do that. You're going to work for free, Josh. Um, do labor for free. I'm going to provide the, the the funding for the materials, which is going to be probably only 20 or 30K, maybe 40K. Uh, and I just need to provide the 10K in cash. Okay, I can do that. I can do that all on a credit card. You know what I mean? I've, I've got a credit card. It's got 50K on it. I could, you know what I mean? I'm not doing it, but <laughs> you, need to, you need to show me that, it, you know what I mean? You got a little more confidence, but that's, it's, it, there's, there's, there's different ways to look at it. And, just get creative and 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 start having conversations with people. I have a question, Josh. Um, yeah. Just because I don't know, um, I don't know much about you, but based on your name, you're in carpentry. Yeah, yeah, I run my uh, own what company. It, uh, what, what exactly what part do you of Josh do? made you think? Carpentry. It, it, right beside his name, it has his company. Oh, I can't see it. <laughs> Josh, was that like a biblical name for the carpenter? <laughs> I think it was Joseph that was the carpenter, wasn't it? Um, no, what, what exactly actually, Jonic, Jonic comes from a mixture. It's uh, me and my wife, Josh and Nicole. We made we made it, kind of created it. And so our son, he's four now. His name is Jonic. That's kind of where that comes from. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. And what exactly do you do with your business? Uh, all kinds, I guess. Right now I'm finishing a basement for, for a client. We kind of took advantage of the winter holidays or I guess the Christmas holidays. They, uh, they work from home and they didn't need to be set up. So I've got tile starting tomorrow. I'm going to be painting tomorrow. I just finished up with, with the mudder yesterday and yeah, it's a lot of fun. Okay, just trying, so to, so trying to stay warm right now. But, uh, typically yeah. the business that I currently started, uh, was built around sheds. Small okay. backyard kind of renovations. Um, I started this company last spring and I've done 46 sheds, dozen decks and all kinds of, all yeah. kinds of stuff. But um, previously, I mean, I'm a journeyman carpenter. I ran a framing crew in the city for a couple of years. I've built a couple dozen houses in and around the city. And my experience before that as an apprentice was more custom log houses and like cedar, cedar timber cabins and a lot more custom, like really, really detailed custom work. And kind of sucked, honestly, when I got into the city because framing houses in the city is boring, straight cookie cutter walls. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I really like doing creative custom work. So yeah. it's, uh, okay, so it's Josh, tough trying to sell the day-to-day -day when you want to be so much more creative. 
Yeah, but what I just heard is that you have a shitload of fucking experience in in renovations and carpentry and framing and everything to do with flipping a fucking house. So, so I've done my whole <laughs> I question. So my question to you is just because I, I don't even know if I'm actually following you on social media now that I think about it. So I'm going to have to. But are you posting that you're doing a basement? Are you posting that you have yeah. tile work doing? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So I've I when you mentioned about social it. media, I uh, I definitely have seen the power of it. I have not paid a penny for advertising, and yeah. my Facebook page has kept me busier than I can imagine. And I really haven't even done much with it. Okay. And is that on your business page or on your personal page or both? On my business. I really haven't done linking much personally. I think I just shared one of my posts right around Christmas or at New Year's here, but typically I'm I'm, I'm not sharing my stuff from my personal. I've actually had really good, really good support from a few people who will share consistently, but yeah, I, I've noticed I, I don't go in and share my business pages or posts after, after I make them. It's something <clears throat> that's something that I've noticed. I do get decent response from a lot of my direct friends with, but yeah. So, so I guess where I'm going with that is that um, I have a couple different things is that um, that's great that, that your business page is doing well, but it's it's probably reaching your your good friends and your good family, but it's not reaching a network beyond that. So with what you want to do with your personal pages is you want to um, start adding people in the community and networking and growing growing your friends list to, to more people that are potential people who could, you know, be looking to fund your flips and that sort of thing and start posting on your personal, personal page personal. there because your reach is going to be way farther than yeah. your business page. It's just how it works. It's the algorithms. It's everything. Oh, uh, sure. You just have to, you just have to trust on that. But also, Oh, what else was I going to say? Um, oh yeah. Is that, when you're go when you're thinking and you know you said that you're working with some people who um sounds like they have some lack of confidence in that you know oh it's your you new it's the first flip it's whatever who's going to fund us you have so much experience in the industry and you need to use that confidence when you're talking to people who are potential investors mm-hmm. and that is how you sell them that mm-hmm. is how they give you their money is because you know what you're doing. You're yeah. you're not a first time renovator. You're not somebody who's like, "Ooh, I want to do a flip. That sounds attractive." And you're trying to figure out like how much you should buy a house for and whatever. Like, no, like you you have experience and you need to use that confidence yeah. to sell to sell investors to give you their money. Like that's it's it's right there. You have it all. You just yeah. need to you just need to like sit down and sort yourself out and get redirect a little bit of your social media and start going out there with confidence and, and you'll get it. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. You're, you're in a way better spot than tons of new investors coming on the, on the scene. Yeah. Because they, 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 they took a bunch of courses. They've been investing for a long time, but what the fuck do they know about finishing work? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, sorry, I wanted to add in Gabby, you know, touched on it, but um, you've been posting on your business page. Business pages are so. This is I'm going to get technical now with Facebook. You need to go on YouTube and and follow. Type in how to win on Facebook or how to reach the most people on Facebook and into YouTube, and and then 
subscribe to a bunch of station or a bunch of um, channels and then watch them every week because Facebook and Instagram change on the weekly. It's mm-hmm. impossible. It's so hard. Just like there's no, you cannot, you can't just go with one strategy like a business page and stick yeah. with it. Business pages were huge five years ago. Yeah. However, they're not big anymore. They will literally reach your 10 friends who like and comment everything. That's it. I, I'm what I'm telling you right now. I said this earlier. I haven't seen anything. It's because I didn't. You did, yeah. and I follow you. You did not. You did not show up on my feed, and I'm on Facebook all fucking day. You did not yeah. show up on my feed. I literally just saw it here. I'm like, oh shit, he, he did post it. it. Yeah. I had to look your page up to see it. So yeah. if you were to post that same post on your personal, personal page, I would have seen it. We'd all see it. But the, because of the fact you put it on your business page and then shared it to your personal page, it makes it even worse. Yeah. So you have to post directly. The only thing that's working right now is I'm just hot tip for everyone listening. Images and medium to long form text on your personal page. So videos, you'll get 20 views. Image, you'll get a lot more views. And your text needs to be medium to long form. So two to however many paragraphs. You'll notice a lot of big, so uh, real estate investor, quote unquote, influencers. They're writing long form blogs on Facebook with an image. It's because it's working. You'll see how much engagement they're getting. It's because that's what's working right now. Um, Instagram, it's reels, which is a whole different story. But if you want to make sure you're reaching as many people as possible, post on your personal page, not your business, because no one's finding your business page unless you're paying. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, good to so- know. I when so when I started it the first year last, well, I say last year because I'm still stuck in 21, but uh, in mm-hmm. 2020 there, um, that was my first year. And at the end of the year, I had a hundred followers and the shitty thing is they were all friends and family. And so I do a post and you know, there's my mom. Hey Josh, great job. We're so proud of you. <laughs> and so last year, a huge goal for me was to grow my following. And I built a shed at the beginning of the year and I did a giveaway. I did a three month giveaway where there was an official post, you know, people had to share like the whole, the whole, whatever, say, win me, blah, blah, blah. And I actually grew the page to over 300 people this year and so now when i make a post i can tell there's people i have no idea who they are and it's definitely a huge a huge growth but uh, i actually just made a post here uh on new year's and i said one of my big goals for this year i want to try and triple again i want to try and hit a thousand thousand people and so i has zero value i'm just gonna tell you right now don't i i would rather see your goal be to to find three investors yeah, well, your Facebook page has zero value. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm saying like it is. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to cut through the bullshit, and like a Facebook page means absolutely nothing, um, unless of course you're putting a thousand dollars a month into it, uh, into advertising costs. Um, you know, you're paying Facebook. Basically, you're paying Facebook to show it to more people. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, but. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave you with one thing. Just so you have something tangible to to go with, you know, to to find something right now, uh, okay. to find an investor right now. Um, I want you to pretend, and I hate using this example because I'm a father, and Gabby's probably gonna give me a dirty look when I do it. But um, if someone had a gun to your family and said, "Go raise a hundred thousand dollars by the end of tomorrow," I'm pretty fucking sure you'd raise a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. No, I have a buddy right now who's got 150 cash sitting in a bank and 200 equity in his house, and we've been talking, talking about doing something. So someone's got a gun to your family right now. Go get it. Go get the fucking money. Yeah. 
that's 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 the difference between you know what I mean. You can sit around and just kind of like have more discussions and stuff like that, or you can just do whatever the fuck it takes. You know what I mean? Like literally spend the whole day today. Is that is the only thing that you're trying to figure out? How the fuck do I get his money? <laughs> that's it. That's that yeah. you want. You want the secret to success. That is how successful people re- uh, act. They don't give a shit what people. They don't give a shit about the friend and ruining that relationship. They don't give a shit of what people are going to think about them. They just go and get the fucking money. That's it. Hey, why do you think Grant Cardone's such a big dick and everybody, you know, you love him or you hate him? It's because that, that's literally how he operates. You know what I mean? Kevin O'Leary, exactly the same way he operates. Musk, you know, it's the exact same way he operates. Jobs, they're all dicks, but they're successful. So if you want to be successful, sometimes you might be perceived as a dick. But if you're doing it for the right reasons and you're helping people and you're not consciously being a dick, and you're only being perceived as a dick, it doesn't really matter that much. That's the other thing you need to remember is that you're not just taking somebody's money, you're creating an opportunity for them as well. And so, you know, the way that Wayne's wording it is like, just go fucking get his money. But like, keep in mind that (laughs) you're, you're producing uh, an opportunity for him to grow his money. But they want that fucking confidence. Yes. They want that confidence. And if you're not the right person, then move on to the next person. You should know by the end of today whether that person is going to lend you money or not, or there's going to be involved. If not, find the next person and go do the exact same thing. The next person, the next person, the next person, every single day, all day. If you, that is how you get money today. Yeah. Or build a social media brand, take it slow, progressively post and document, you know, a piece of content every day on what you're doing. And eventually people will be drawn to you and ask you more questions and be like, yes, I'd love to set up a coffee or a Zoom call with you. We can have more discussions and maybe, you know, determine whether you'd be a good fit for an investor whichever way you want to do it. But I'm telling you, if you want it today, just cut out the excuses and go fucking get it. If you want to do it the other way, that's fine too. It just depends on what type of a person you are. Sorry, I didn't. (laughs) There's Wayne's little kick in the ass. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's it, man. You know, you know what I'm doing right now this, this month? Um, I have a campaign this month. Uh, I need to find a new lender. My lenders uh, give me fucking grief. Um, they're making me jump through ridiculous hoops for my business. So I have compiled a list of every single credit union in Alberta. I'm calling as about 33. I'm calling every single one and I'm setting up appointments and I'm basically going to be traveling around Alberta this month to meet every single credit union, tell them about my business and who wants it. I'm not fucking waiting around. I'm not waiting around for, you know, for this, this credit union that I'm dealing with to give me more fucking hoops to jump through and all these requirements and restrictions and things like that. No, fuck that. I'm literally going to go to every single credit union. I've got a list of it and that's my month this month. And mm-hmm. then next month I'm going to Saskatchewan. I'm going to go cause I want to build, I want to bring my business out to Saskatchewan and BC. First one's Saskatchewan. It's easier. So I'm, I'm literally have a list of every credit union in Saskatchewan. I'm going to call all them book meetings and I'm going to go spend the month in Saskatchewan. That's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't fucking wait around. I'm not going to wait around until next year. I'm not going to wait around until they change their fucking rules. I'm not going to beg them. You know what I mean? No, I'm going to go fucking get it. That's 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 how you get somewhere fast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now you know what I'm working on this yeah. month. And hopefully that helps just give you some insight into how, um, yeah, <laughs> how to move forward. <laughs> Josh, I, I'm 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 fucking rooting for you, man. I'm really yeah. rooting for you, and I, and honestly, I hope just through this discussion, um, 
you know, you realize that Gabby mentioned you've got a ton of experience. It's just it's just having the confidence that you, that you do and just realizing you do have that experience. And it's how you how you present yourself to and people um, when when you're talking about your deals and you just talk more about the experience that you have and how qualified you are. Um, and then throw in some, making an irresistible offer. The fact that you're going to work for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To get those. And you know what? You're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to work for free for six months to get this. But that's your first deal. And then you go work for free again. And that's your second deal. And your third you're deal. Now you've experience. got three deals. Now yes. you've got three deals that you can leverage. When someone says how many deals have you done, you can show your success rate. Right? And then you can start paying yourself. Yeah. Right? All right, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, Josh. Thank you, guys. We'll call All right, soon. have a good one. <laughs> Sounds good. I get awesome. a little, I get a little fired up. Yeah. Um, That's great, though. So, you guys, if you call in, you can get your shit answered. <laughs> I hope that was valuable to other people too. I see, I see some comments as I was, as I was ranting there. You know, I missed a couple comments, so I'm gonna go through these real fast before we uh, finish it up. Um. Annette said earlier, it's true that I have so much more trust in investors who post good content. Yeah, um, here's here's a fun fact. Um, if I didn't have um, if I didn't have this podcast and I didn't post on social media, would any of you know who I was? Nope. Like, would any of you be quote unquote following me? No. <laughs> so, fun fact. You wouldn't even be here if I didn't put stuff out. You had have no idea that I knew all that stuff, that I had all this knowledge about, you know, creative financing and, and starting businesses and kicking ass. So that just gives you a little perspective. Um, someone else mentioned here, uh, Badland Spawn Leisure. Uh, who is who is Alberta Badland Spawn Leisure? I, I can't remember. Uh, Kim, I think. It? Yeah. Um, would you recommend first-time homebuyer, homeowners you... Would you recommend first-time homeowners 5% using Josh or Nicole as the purchaser and doing a burr? It, it, it sounds like he wants to do a flip. So, I mean, if that was a strategy that they wanted to take, then sure, if they were wanting to grow a rental portfolio. Yeah. But sounds like specifically he said to flip a property. So I'm guessing that might be for extra income or whatever it may be, income flux. Um so in that case, no, that yeah. doesn't work. You can't do that. I think they're looking to flip to sell. Yeah. Annette said to Josh, I do recommend adding your name to your business Instagram. Um, yeah, Instagram is not the same as Facebook, but it's just it's it's slightly behind Facebook. I find that um, Facebook has been completely monetized now. Um, you know, there's there's been attention on Facebook for 20 years. So it's a, it's a big media platform. It's kind of like your television when you used to watch, you know, uh, mash or in between, you know, mash episodes, um, or sex in the city. Um, the show is 20 to 40 years ago. Um, you know, there were commercials in between. So now the new, the new media platform is, is social media and, and they put advertising in between there. And Facebook is a huge uh, place where people go. I'm on it all day. So they're going to put advertisement for me there all day. Um, it's been completely monetized. Instagram is slightly behind it. They're just like six months behind Facebook. Um, but it'll be completely monetized. And then they're going to buy some other platform that's new and hip, um, like TikTok. And, uh, and then, you know, they'll monetize that. Um, Robin, I just did the same thing, Josh. I haven't seen anything on my personal page. Um, 
I think referring to looking looking him up to see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, got it, got yeah. it, got it. Um, Al, Al Bissonnette. He's back. Where have you been? <laughs> I sent I sent Al a text last month, and I'm like, dude, where you been? He's like, thanks, man. Thanks for <laughs> I'm like, I, I notice. I notice. I'm like, who's here? And, and I haven't seen Al in a long time, so I guess he's been busy. Yeah. Uh, so mm. he says, why credit unions uh, for your financing business well that's because it's commercial financing um now that i'm self-employed al i'm not with uh, iris anymore um i have to get uh, until until i have two years worth of t1s um as a um self-employed self on my own personal income um it's difficult to qualify for mortgages so uh credit unions i can get commercial mortgages on residential properties and uh yeah and they're they they're a lot more um they'll they'll work with you instead of just having their hard and fast rules they'll yeah, yeah they'll just totally like they'll listen to what your business is they'll um they're not like banks yeah banks are just like these are the rules you don't fit within them nope credit union will yeah i can negotiate dance with around them and, and negotiate and, yeah 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 that's um that's why. And, and sometimes, you know, for your business, you might just need to go out to, you know, some small town and find a credit union there who wants to do business with you, who wants, you know, to yeah. do business with a company that's that's going to be a lot buying lots and lots of properties. Um, as opposed to just, you know, the mom and pop investor or the mom and pop uh, homeowner. Oh, Gab's give me the wrap it up. Everly doesn't have school today. We can go an hour and a half. Let's go an hour <laughs> and a half. She, normally she wraps me up around a minute for a uh, minute and uh an hour and, and four minutes when when she's got to get everybody to school. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the comments today. Uh, Eileen asked why credit unions as well. Um, I just answered that. Um, someone says I literally stumbled upon this podcast. Mike that was right after when you said that if I didn't have a podcast, if I didn't um, post on social <laughs> media all the time, blah blah blah. Who would you, would you even know who I am? <laughs> uh, right as Mike Tampa Bay entered in randomly stumbling on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um does fear literally drive the market value on most homes or is it location mostly does fear literally drive and and the and market value it's the wording's a little off there so i'm just having a hard time reading it does fear drive the market or is it location he just rephrased, does fear literally drive the market values on homes typically? Sometimes. I think it's a huge factor. Yeah. Um, yeah. If there's something, if there's uh, political stuff, if there's economical stuff, if there's um, all sorts of world events happening, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, that can That could force people to sell. That could force people to buy. Yeah. Um, you know, in a lot of cases, you know, cheap interest rates um, can 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 motivate people to do it as well. Yeah. Um, it's definitely one of the big factors for sure. Yeah. Um, location, not so much. I mean, um, I think location would be tied to fear or, or to, you know, uh, fear of missing out. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, you know, say you're in Ottawa, uh, for example, which is a very hot market in Canada. And, um, you know, fear of missing out, you know, like because everything is, is going up in value so quickly uh, would motivate you to go and buy it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think location and fear are probably just uh, one and the same. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Al says not busy. He's lazy. <laughs> Time to refocus. Time to refocus. 
I'm going to let that one go. <laughs> I'm going to let that one go. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people didn't like me uh, when I, when I was working in my past uh, career, because whenever, when other people were sitting around in a lunchroom or drinking coffee or like shooting the shit, I was literally in my, in my work vehicle when I had downtime and just building my business. Building and a lot of people did not like it. And, um, you know, at first I was really concerned about that. You know what I mean? I thought it was going to affect my job. Not being likable would affect my job. You know what I mean? Being likable is huge in your and you know in, in your career. It gives you so many opportunities. But I realized those opportunities aren't the opportunities that I want. I want to create opportunities for my business so that I can get out of this and you know work for myself. Well, the other thing is that when you did find yourself, um, like say on shutdowns or whatever, and stuck in those rooms with with people who are just shooting the shit and stuff mm -hmm. that you were surrounded by the wrong people. Like oh, they, 100%. they weren't, we talk about having the right people, you know, to help you grow and, and dream big and push you forward and stuff. And those were not the people to surround yourself with. So, um, I just isolated you did what myself. You had to do. Isolated. Yeah. I yeah. just went in my own little bubble and, and, uh, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, but I mean, look where I am now, I was able to leave my job. So, yeah. um, I can say it, it worked. Um, finishing scrolling through. Ooh, that's a good question. Mike, did you lose a lot in order to win big? <laughs> Mike's interviewing you. <laughs> yeah. I lost a lot. I lost a lot of the right stuff. I lost exactly what I needed to lose, which was negative people in my life and, and an atmosphere um, that's that wasn't supporting me and I won the opposite people who support me, a great network, a great circle and an atmosphere, um, with a beautiful wife. I get to work with my wife every day. This is amazing. Um, I love to do interviews. Well, thanks for coming <laughs> on and interviewing me. I haven't been on a podcast in a while. I've been, I was talking about that recently. I need to go hop on a couple podcasts. I just, uh, not hundred percent sure what topic I want to talk about these days. So many different things I can talk about, you know, in regards to real estate investing. I'm not looking at Gabby, but I can just feel her eyes. She's getting the double wrap up. I'm, she's, she's got two <laughs> arms saying wrap it up now. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining in today, Mike. And and, and glad to see and Al. everyone else. Yes, everyone else. Glad to see Al back. Um, if there's anything else specifically that you guys want to talk about, you know, if you enjoyed this conversation today and you have a question similar um, on something that you want to get answered and go deep into, please, you know, send me a text. The text, uh, you can see it in the show notes here, 587-400-0721. Email us at info at reimorningshow.com or just join in live and call in. Yeah, when we go live every day, Monday to Friday, um, except holidays at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Okay, guys, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.